your need-to-know cultural snapshot of Wisconsin and beyond. This is What's on Tap with Sandy Max, a deep dive into all things intriguing, riveting, and entertaining. And now your host for the evening, here's Sandy Max. Good evening. Welcome to this new show that we hope will warm you up a little bit, where you get to hear and experience culture and creativity here in Wisconsin and beyond. We call it What's on Tap. I am Sandy Max, and on the show tonight, I'm excited to have a special guest joining me in the studio to share Milwaukee's Irish cultural scene. He's a musical man who's grown up in this city, surrounded by Celtic family and the community, Irish Cultural and Heritage Center Marketing Director, Rory Modlinski. Rory, welcome. Thanks, Sandy. How are you? I'm very good. Rory Modlinski. Yes. Uh, the Polish last name always confuses everyone. <laughs> the uh, all-German-Polish uh, guy from Hell's Corners, Wisconsin, uh, met and married the all-Irish girl from Chile County, Kerry, Ireland. And uh, that's how you get the Modlinski family. And that's quite all right. Yeah. You have been... But it is funny, like, when you when you expect to hear, like, wait, Modlinski? It's... It's a West Ellis kind of name. I once uh, had someone think it was an Irish name, uh, but they were from Nashville, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's quite all yeah. right. So you have grown up here in the Milwaukee area, w- surrounded by Irish culture. Yeah, um, I've it's 30 plus years of Irish culture in my life. From since uh, the month uh, after I was born, I was at Milwaukee Irish Fest and never looked back. Really? You yeah. still... <laughs> How did you get to Irish Fest as a one-month-old baby? Um, my parents. Uh, my mom was one of the original volunteers from Milwaukee Irish Fest. And, um, well, when you have a month, one-month-old, it just kind of goes with you. Sure. You know? And, uh, and uh, I just never left. I uh, feel like that's one of the reasons that the Irish culture is thriving here is because there's such a passion for it. There's such a heritage in it. But so many volunteers step up. I talked with Christina Paris of Celtic MKE last week about their Kaylee, monthly Kaylee dances on Saturdays at Celtic MKE in Wauwatosa. And she was talking about volunteering for umpteen years and that she's kind of managing all of those volunteers. And you now spend a lot of time at the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center on Wisconsin Avenue, 21st in Wisconsin. Correct. Yeah, many I'm, times driven by, um, but you're in a volunteer role there. Correct. Yeah, I I do volunteer for both organizations, but yeah, I do volunteer down at the Irish Culture and Heritage Center. It is a passion project of mine. Um, I've seen so many bands there as a kid that um, it just became my home. Well, it's and, a very special space. It's a historic landmark at 21st in Wisconsin that I think a lot of people sometimes drive by. It's right across the street from the Taco Bell, and it's <laughs> you can miss it, but it's a beautiful church that has this beautiful performance space. Correct. It's, uh, it's steeped in history um, from 1897 uh, is when it's built. 1919 sees Hel- Helen Keller there, and then um, wow. uh, 1957 sees... The first appearance of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in Milwaukee, um, truly historic. Truly, yes, uh, and then and then in the early '90s, the Irish take it over <laughs> as <laughs> well, much as we could. Well, I would say, and keep it operating. Keep it operating and keep it as close to a um, a church as you know one can possibly do. It's a beautiful space. You were lovely enough to uh, let me peek inside and give me a personal tour last month. And from the top to the library there that's just 
rich with all sorts of books, whether it's travel books or, or authentic authors from Ireland, to this beautiful church performance space with a huge pipe organ behind to set the tone, but with the balconies and, and the wood it, and the stained glass. Like, it really is an inspiring, unique, yet intimate space Correct. to experience all sorts of activities. It, uh, it rivals uh, the Ryman Auditorium down in Nashville. Interesting easily. comparison. Um, and you have the same effect with that in the Opry House, the Grand Ole Opry House down there as well. Uh, it has the pews. It has a church-like feel. Um, we just have an organ as our backdrop, not a barn. And uh, and and it, it really gives you that. Uh, it's one of the closest venues I've ever been to. Um, you know, such a large-scale venue that you could be three feet away from the artist. Before we talk about some of the performers who you have scheduled to come to the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center downtown, what are some of the other things that make this historic building so special and bringing people there? Well, like you said, we do have our library, which is uh, coming back this spring uh, for the first time since COVID, so you'll be able to check out books, and uh, we'll be having some events uh, around that. There's an open house that's uh, going to be announced soon, and uh, and there's that. We also host the Shamrock Club of Wisconsin, um, so they have their monthly meetings, the uh, Celtic Women of Wisconsin, the Ancient Order of Hibernians. We host a lot of um, just different uh, cultural events, like last Halloween we had a, a ghost story reading as well. What a great idea. Yeah, exactly. And you've got the pub there with all the names and crests, which are fun to look at. Yeah. And you've got the ballroom upstairs yes. with more flags and crests. Yeah, actually. Yeah, we used to host Kaylee's up there before COVID as well. And um, we have a lot of history in there. Just you can come and explore what um, you know Irish history is and and things like that and learn about your genealogy as well. Big books, yeah. lots of big books to <laughs> yeah. trace here. Well, we're with Rory Mudlinski, the marketing director for the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. We are going to find out some of the entertainment that you have uh, hand-selected that you think are important performers to see and that you're bringing to Milwaukee. We'll talk about that and uh, some of your tales from your travels to Ireland. That is all coming up on What's on Tap on WTMJ. <laughs> Well, if that doesn't sound like Ireland, I don't know what is. Rory Modlinski, the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center Marketing Director, is my guest in the studio on What's On Tap today. And who are we listening to? Uh, we're listening to the Drowsy Lads from actually Ohio, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of all places. But they are one of the most quintessential Irish bands uh, I've ever heard and definitely out of the U.S. But uh, they are one of the most authentic uh, sounds you could get. And they're coming to Milwaukee, thanks to you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, February 17th, Saturday. One month before St. Patrick's Day. That's easy to remember. Yeah, and it'll be a blast. They are a lot of fun. They're great um, guys, and uh, there's there's never a a tear in their audience. Uh, uh, They're uh, they're just a a lot of fun. They'll take the Irish drum, the boron, and... uh, They'll have a dueling boron Ooh. competition, so that's always fun. And uh, I would love that. Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of music that you think is this called trad music? What? How do you categorize this? This would be what I would call trad music right now. It's uh, it, the instrumentals, the jigs, the reels, and stuff like that. And um, and they do sing too. They do a lot of uh, great Irish songs as well. This and, is called uh, the Wild Irishman. Is the name of this song? So yeah. I, I already like it. But this is going to be one of the more upbeat. Yes. Nights of music, February seventeenth. The drowsy lad, not a not a actual 
That's a, that's a misnomer there. They do not yeah, sound no. drowsy no, at all. They, they sound not. quite peppy. Yeah, exactly. It but is a misnomer. Trust the, me. The drowsy <laughs> lads at Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. Well, the way you say trust me, it sounds like you have personal relationships with many of the artists that you bring into town. Why why do you say trust me, Cheeky? Um, there is a, um, especially these guys, I got to hang out with them during Irish Fest a lot. And I went to their hotel room uh, after Irish Fest so many times, so many nights in a row to hang out and have fun. I only get to see them a handful of time of the year. That uh, two days later, I was still at the hotel, um, and I was still hitting the floor, the button for their floor, because I was so excited to go back and <laughs> hang out with them. Because you never know what's going to happen. And they're great human beings. We we text all the time, so uh, they are just great, great guys. Well, and again, general, so. reiterating that the community vibe of our Irish culture here in Milwaukee. And you mentioned that you volunteered for Irish Fest. You're obviously part of the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. How does that happen? It, it, it's it's amazing. Um, when you think Irish culture, I think New York, Boston, Chicago, or maybe even L.A., which has a huge contingency out there. But people forget about Milwaukee or Ohio or, or Butte, Montana, who has a great uh, connection. And Milwaukee is just... Started with the Shamrock Club and the St. Patrick's Day Parade, which was starting in the mid 1800s, and um, the culture just erupted. There's, it's you know always Milwaukee's been predominantly German and Polish, but there's this like subculture of Irish people here as well. I love all the heritage here, and I didn't realize the St. Patrick's Day Parade. I guess I, when I think back, the 140th was recently, Something right? Like it, yeah. So yeah, so just. It kind of blows my mind to, all the way back to the 1800s. Exactly. And when we're talking about these volunteer organizations just keep coming back. It's that camaraderie, that that welcome that we talk about that you experience in Ireland. It's in the DNA. It's in the genes. Yeah, exactly. It's it's that Irish hospitality. You know, uh, speaking of being over in Ireland, we were over in Ireland in 2001 and we walked into our cousin's house at 11 o'clock at night. My poor parents were uh, toting around two 10-year-olds, ten, ten around 10-year-olds, <laughs> and they were like, we just need food and a bed for these kids. And um, they had a tea, they had scones, they had all this food, and that hospitality definitely translates over to Milwaukee as well. We're known not just the Irish Culture and Heritage Center, but around Milwaukee. Well, uh, Irish, Irish Fest. Yeah, the world's largest thing. Irish festival. Correct. And I confess that I had finally gone in August of 2018, even though living here many years, I had been to Polish Fest, big fan, been to Festa Italiana, still hadn't made it to Irish Fest. And I was going to Ireland in October of 2018. So I was like, okay, got to go in August of 2018. Yeah. I am a huge music fan. I was blown away. Like there were a dozen different stages of all styles of music. Oh, exactly. And we've had um, major legends there, like the Chieftains and... Tommy Makeham and Liam Clancy and, you know, Gaelic Storm started there. Yeah. You know, they basically came off the Titanic movie and went right into uh, Milwaukee Irish Fest. And now they've become the legend that they've become. So same with Wee Banjo 3 as well. I yeah. love it. And I love that you are helping continue to bring even more Irish music here. We'll find out about some of the other performers you have lined up in the next few weeks and few months at the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. And I want more tales of your travels. Stay with me. Rory Modlinski of the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. Next on WTMJ. Hey, mama, yeah, mama, hey, mama, yo. Save me from hell for the roosters crow. 
Hey mama do, mama hey mama dee Just a dead man's letter from the potter's field Hey mama ya, mama hey mama yo Save me from hell for the roosters crow Hey mama do, mama hey mama dee Just a dead man's letter from the potter's field Rory, are you going to sing along to that? Yeah, I figured you were going to ask me that. Rory Modlitsky, <laughs> Marketing Director from the Irish Cultural Heritage Center. With me, I'm Sandy Magson. What's on top? What's on tap? And you are enjoying some Irish music because Scythian, the band you're hearing now, is one of many bands playing Irish music at the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. Yes, absolutely. Uh, they're coming in uh, the day before St. Patrick's Day. We're going to throw a big party. So oh. come on down for that. Uh, and then we have Dive out of Scotland the, the day before. And uh, Scythian's a great example of how Irish people and Irish music have affected the world. Irish uh, folks are one of the most welcomed people in the in the world, anywhere. And we also are everywhere. Uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, we wouldn't have country music. We wouldn't have bluegrass without that Irish fiddle. And you wouldn't have jazz and tap without... You know, that's where Irish dancing comes into play, comes into uh, jazz. There's even an old legend about, uh, it's actually go jazz, which is like good. That's good. And that's how jazz got its name. Really? So, yeah, that's that's what I've been told by an Irish uh, language professor. So, you know, I'll go with it. Uh, I know crack. Yes. I didn't know jazz. Though. Yes, uh, crack meaning good times. You can't. It's it's a it's a really weird word. Spelt C R A I C. It's like good times. You're not what you would experience in a pub in Ireland, and um, you you can't really explain it until you feel it. Um, you know, the smaller the pub, the better, in my opinion. <laughs> so when you're in Ireland, find the smallest pub, you'll have the most fun. Um, and uh, but. Uh, Scythian plays more than just Irish music, uh, from Creole music to bluegrass music to, um, they also are Eastern European, so they'll play some Eastern European stuff as well. And where are they from? They are out of Virginia as well. Interesting. Uh, yeah, they are. But you say Creole, I hadn't really put that together, but you're right. This, yeah. this is definitely there. And then you also think of like sing-along songs. This so is- this has the chanting and the, and the very inclusive, which is just a great word to explain or describe Irish culture. It is very inclusive. Come on exactly. in. Yep. If you, even if you don't sing, or you could stomp and clap along. Exactly. You're, be part of this. And, you know, actually over in any space, even if you can't sing or you want to sing and you're not a professional musician, you know, to say, hey, I want to sing. And, uh, you know, especially at parties. That's always a great one. You always have to have your party piece. Um, and uh, you always have to have one song you're always willing to sing. Even if you're not a musician, you uh, are a musician. How many different instruments do you play? Um, four or five. Yeah. I don't really know how to. I can play a little here and there, so you know, probably a little bit more than that. But guitar, banjo, mandolin has always been my my favorite. So you brought your guitar in, and we've talked about the science of an instrument going from the Arctic cold into the warmth here. So we may or may not have you tune it up. Yeah, we'll try to it's, see. It's, that it's up to here. you. We'll see. Yeah, yeah but we'll see if we can get it working. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, this is a really cool guitar. Um, I just got this in October in uh, Galway, Ireland. I bought it over there. Can you lift it up to show oh, yeah. us everybody on the uh, YouTube yeah. stream? So it is a Brunswick, and I walked into town. I love Galway for the fact that you can walk in, uh, walk anywhere, basically. And um, walked into town one morning and bought the guitar and uh literally they were open nine minutes and this guy probably looked at me like i was insane um 
that I would just walk in and be like, hi, I need a guitar, and then like walk out. I just wanted a small guitar to put in my, <laughs> put in the car, and eventually I ended up using it. And it was nice to have a guitar just to keep, a little, you know, something around so I could play on as we went around the country. Well, I think you may need to uh, make a little mini concert for us after the yeah. uh, WTMJ News. Are you are you game to tune it up and see what we can play? I think we can do that. I think you do. Any, uh, maybe we should take some special requests. If you have a request for Rory Modlinski from the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center, go ahead. The WTMJ Talk and Text Line is always open. Join the conversation, 855-616-1620, a mini concert from Rory and uh Tales from your trips in Ireland. That's all coming up in the next half hour on What's on Tap. But uh, right now, we go to the WTMJ Breaking News Center. Here is Wyatt Barmore-Pooley. The pipes, the pipes are calling From glen to glen and down the mountainside One of the most iconic Irish songs that you can think of. It's Oh Danny Boy, and this version is sung by musicians who will be in Milwaukee. Rory Modlinski, the marketing director of the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center, is in the studio with me, and you're bringing them to town. Yes, uh, March 10th, and uh, we're super excited. It's their 25th anniversary. I literally just found that out hours before I walked in the studio tonight, so uh, we're super excited to be hosting. You have to throw a special party, oh, yeah, special exactly. occasion, some silver decorations. Oh, yes, exactly. We'll figure <laughs> out something for them. But one of the reasons you love bringing Irish music to Milwaukee is because you are a musician yourself. Correct. Um, it's really hard to grow up at Milwaukee Irish Fest at the world's largest Irish fest and have an uncle who plays music and not get introduced to musicians, top uh, musicians, legendary musicians who have expired, uh, uh, ex- in, uh, worked out, mentored Bob Dylan and Barbara Streisand and that and not pick up some form of an instrument and, uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, walk away. Uh, you have a special instrument. You were telling us a, a little bit about how you acquired it. What, how did you acquire this? So I was in Galway, Ireland in October, and I woke up one morning and I went, okay, I'm going to go into town and buy the guitar that I've, I want to buy because I didn't want to do with taking a guitar over and deal with it getting broken, lost, or anything. And um, I bought this little uh, travel guitar and uh, I walked back, and on the way back I got completely lost for about two hours. <laughs> it was awesome. I had the most fun uh, and uh, listening to the Mary Wallopers out of Galway uh, on, on my phone all the way back. And it was great. Uh, Ireland is great. You definitely do need a raincoat uh, for like that morning. There's a picture of me, uh, not drenched, but it was definitely raining. That's okay. Yeah. It, it didn't dampen your fun. No. So I'm looking forward to going in yeah. springtime with a group of WTMJ listeners. But would you mind playing some music on this yeah. authentic Galway guitar? Yeah. So um, we're gonna try to at least get this, keep this thing in tune here. Uh, and uh, I was thinking about Steve Martin a lot lately. Um, and uh, the comedian and banjo player. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's a huge uh, Irish music fan, and on one of his albums, he talks about this song in the liner notes. So, um, it was made famous by the Clancy Brothers and Tommy Makem, but it was um, kind of written by Sarah Makem uh, uh, to the tune of uh, Loch Lumen, which is a Scottish tune. So, like I said, we'll try to get this guitar in tune. Come over the hill, my bonnie. Irish lads Come over the hills To my darling You choose the road, love And I'll make a vow 
yonder garden grows And fair is the lily of the valley Clear is the water that flows from the boyne But my love is fairer than any Rory Modlinski from the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center Marketing Director and Musician playing his Galway guitar. Yeah, absolutely. I love that one. Uh, it's a nice little guitar, and, and uh, that song was taught to me by the legendary uh, folk singer Tommy Makem, the godfather of Irish music, while I was standing in Ireland. So, Wow. I apologize for the chord playing. <laughs> no, we all know it's Arctic weather. The yeah. cold fingers end with the heat and the humidity and, and tuning. No, no, no. It's, oh, yeah. it's just music brings people together. It's lovely. Absolutely. It's a wonderful sound. Who are some of the other musicians you have coming to the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center? So we have um, coming up at the end of January, we have Emma Langford, and actually about a week, uh, January 27th. And then on February 10th, we have Reverie Road. Uh, again, on February 17th, we have Drowsy Lads. Um, that's going to be fun. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> and then uh, Lunasa on March 2nd, Aoife Scott on the 3rd. Uh, great trio of great musicians, um, Kevin Burke, uh, Nula Kennedy, and Eamon O'Leary on the 6th. Celtic Tenors again on the uh, 10th. Uh, Dive out of Scotland on the 15th. Scythian on the 16th. And we're going to do a little bit of uh, Jump Blues Band on the 30th um, from out of St. Louis, Sweetie and the Toothaches. So that's going to be a great fun. It's going to like brass section and everything. That'll be great in that venue. And then Alistair Fraser and Natalie Haas, the great duo of them. And then uh, legendary uh, folk singer, uh, Americana writer, really, uh, Daryl Scott on April 19th. All on that stage in that fantastic historic church at 21st and Wisconsin, the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. If any of those shows sound good to grab a friend and attend, it's ichc.net. Correct. And I want more of your travel tales yes, from absolutely. Ireland. Rory Modlu- Modlensky, excuse me. Rory Modlinski, Irish Cultural and Heritage Center Marketing Director. More on What's on Tap next on WTMJ. Spotlighting Irish culture in Milwaukee this hour. It's been a lot of fun so far, and we're not finished. I welcome into the WTMJ studio Rory Modlinski. He is the Marketing Director at the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. I am Sandy Max, and... This is another band that you're bringing to the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. Yes, this is Reverie Road, and it's comprised of um, uh, legendary musicians like John Williams, not the composer. He's a, <laughs> a, a accordion, or I was going to say box player. That would be what I would call an accordion in Irish music. And um, Wynne Horan, and they both founded the legendary band Solas. And then uh, Katie Grandin also was with uh, Gaelic Storm for a while. How and wonderful. Gustav is great, too. And they are going to be performing at the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center February 10th. Correct. Reverie Road. And this is off their new album. Ooh. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is. So you were talking about travels in Ireland. Any other uh, special memories other than your musical stroll in Galway where you bought a Galway guitar? Any other you really know, memorable moments? Trying to put four... Um, people grown adults into a small suv with uh like 14 days worth of luggage was amazing (laughs) um it was uh definitely a family bonding trip of that sort and uh uh, my poor father and sister got 
smacked around with uh, luggages in the back seat. And um, but honestly, um, my mom's from County Kerry, so we drove around the Ring of Kerry, which is a series of mountains around the county, and um, we just had a great time. You know, there was really no. Um, you just the countryside is amazing. It is just even just taking a drive around is great, and um, I'm so excited for your listeners to go out and see everything. Uh, coming up in May there, and uh, you know, just seeing the the countryside over there is just am- amazing. And really, if you go out to Platteville or Galena, that kind of area of t- uh, the states, that's a lot like it as well. It's really, a lot of the farmlands out there. Uh, that's why a lot of people fed- settled in Butte, Montana. It's, it's just like home. Reminiscent. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, Chloe Agnew, one of the original Celtic woman yes. band members, and the youngest. You brought her to town in December for a Christmas show. Yes, actually, it was a, the Wednesday before Christmas, and we were so excited to have like a final hurrah before the holidays. And uh, she was a delight. She was just an absolute delight. She was, because I got a chance to ask her about her travel tips. Yes. If someone was going to Ireland, because which, by the way, I'm very excited. I'm bringing a group of WTMJ fans to Ireland in May. If somebody yay! was, yay, yep, I, I know. So I can't wait. What are some, of you. Because you grew up in Dublin. What are, what are just maybe three tips for anyone going to Ireland? Well, the first thing is bring a rain jacket <laughs> because you have no idea the weather in Ireland could change at any moment. So particularly at that time of the year, we're coming into nicer weather, but it can be unpredictable with May showers. So that's my first tip is to bring a decent rain jacket with you and good walking shoes. You know, any of the cities or the little towns that you go to, there's so much to enjoy by just walking and enjoying yourself. Um, some of my favorite things to do, particularly in Dublin, um, the Guinness Storehouse has just been voted as the number one tourist attraction in the world, which is incredible. So it's the home of where Guinness is made and it's, it's quite an incredible incredible tour and just such a beautiful place to see um and grafton street the main city the main street in dublin is one of my favorite streets to walk down we're one of the, the few cities that you can legally busk in so you hear the most incredible talents and voices and musicians on the street all busking and singing on any given day and hour or night it's always fun to hear and some of the, the most amazing singer songwriters the likes of um glenn hansard Dermot Kennedy all got their start performing as buskers on Grafton Street. So that's always a real highlight for me. And then obviously, if you get to the west of the country, the Cliffs of Moher have to be seen to be believed. They're just so stunning. They really are. And uh, I always make a point of, of trying to sort out a little pub for yourself that you can find. That, you know, you go in and you'll, you'll soak up all of the real Irish traditional atmosphere of the locals in with tourists and pubs. You know, there's some great pubs dotted around Ireland that you can hear live music in. There's one in Dublin called The Cobblestone, which has live traditional Irish music seven nights a week. And um, they're really, they're some of the best traditional Irish musicians you'll hear. So you can go in and enjoy a nice drink in there in the warmth with, with some traditional Irish musicians. And there's lots to do. I always encourage people as well to talk to the locals in Ireland because we love visitors come in. It's what, what our country thrives on. And we were very proud to, to show off our, our country to people. So you'll have a ball. I'm so looking forward to hearing all about your travels. You'll have a great time. Her energy. That is Chloe Agnew, Celtic woman and just a lovely Irish singer. Just her energy when I just mentioned that I was going to go. She's super psyched for us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think she was talking about it that night, too. And she Aww. is a, she is a lot of energy. She is uh, a lot of fun. And, and her tips are great. I mean, Cliffs of Moore are amazing. I was just there in October. 
You know? Lovely. Yes. Good. I'm, I'm glad you can vouch for it as a yes. as an Irishman yourself. Well, you're going to hear authentic Irish music by a lady from Limerick who will be in Milwaukee in about two weeks. It's the song you need to hear next on What's on Tap on WTMJ. And now, feast your ears. This is the song you need to hear. Most blokes going to be playing at 10. These go to 11. Hi, I'm Rory Malinsky from the Irish Culture and Heritage Center, and you're about to hear Emma Langford's The Winding Way Down to Kells Bay. She's coming to Milwaukee uh, January 27th. Give a listen. Yeah. 
is Emma Langford and the song The Winding Way Down to Kells Bay on What's on Tap. And Rory Mudlinski of the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center, you've been my guest and you chose that song for a special reason, a couple of special reasons. Yeah, um, Kells Bay is actually in County Kerry where my mom's from, but it really gives me the feel of really traveling around Ireland and the countryside and just, you know, I feel back there and feel like I'm lost somewhere in the wilderness of it and I can go down to the beach and and uh and Emma's a good friend and uh and uh super excited to see her next week. She will be performing at the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center Milwaukee twenty first in Wisconsin. January twenty seventh is the date of that show and I'm telling you if we haven't been in this beautiful historic building, a historic church where Martin Luther King Jr. has been, Helen Keller has been it's just full of history and now also full of so much Irish culture. Absolutely. The history continues on, and especially with uh, Irish music. And so check out our website, ICHC.net. For, we have 12 concerts left in our season this year. So you have 12 opportunities to come down. And if you want to, ask for Rory, and I'll, I'll give you a tour. How about that? That would be wonderful. Rory Mudlinski, thank you so much. And thanks for your enthusiasm and travel tips for our upcoming trip to Ireland with WTMJ listeners. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Sandy. And you can catch up on any of the past episodes of What's on Tap on the podcast at WTMJ.com. WTMJ News is next.